0: Hello, everyone. My name is Rick, Rick van Bruggen from NeoTechnology, and I'm here again recording a podcast episode with someone in my own country. That's actually very, very, I don't think that's happened before. Uh, Dirk Vermeulen from HP Enterprise is joining me from a couple of miles down the road on a phone call. Uh, Dirk, welcome.
1: Thank you, Rick. Thanks.
0: Hey, cheers. Thanks for coming online. And uh, we got to know each other uh, because of some graph gists that you created uh, recently, which we'll talk about more uh, a little bit later. But uh, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners, uh, first of all?
1: Hi. Well, um, I'm working for HPE. We used uh, used to work for EDS. So uh, that was taken over by HP, then became HPE. And there's some changes in the future as well uh, i work now as a consultant in the service delivery and infrastructure environment okay uh, and
0: and then and, and how what's your relationship to the wonderful world of graphstick uh, how do you get, get into that uh, if i may ask
1: it is more or less by accident i um as part of service delivery, um, a lot of work is done on configuration databases on CMDBs where what we need to do is migrate CMDBs and querying CMDBs on, for example, what is important is you want to know uh, what servers are implemented in a specific data center and what applications are related to it. There are many, many relations in between like server databases that are installed um, instances uh, business services that are configured on it so you have all sets of relationships we need to work with it and i was looking into better ways on how we can manage the data on it then neo4g was mentioned in one of the when reading the internet so at some point in time i thought uh, i give this try Super cool. I did it, and it worked. In fact, it worked very really
0: well. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think there's a lot of people out there that are using uh, Neo4j for configuration management databases because of the, the, you know, the the relationship-centric view and the the uh, the, the impact analysis that it allows to do it allows you to do. Right. So if something happens in your configuration, what's the impact on the rest of the configuration? Is that also your case, or is it, was that a, your background as well?
1: Exactly. Exactly. And the advantage is that uh, when you do queries, uh, actually Neo4j allows to document them very well. Uh, the cipher way of working is is a very nice way of, of documentation. It reads easier than you do with uh, complex SQL queries with joins and all of that. That's a bit more tricky to understand what you have been doing a couple of days later.
0: Uh, absolutely. I, I have so many people uh, talk to us about that. That's great to hear. But you ended up writing that graph gist for something completely different right <laughs> what was that all about it was about your running uh running partners
1: right that's right um, that came uh, i was working on cmdbs as also a little bit in my uh, free time uh, at some point you you have like don't know you're ready with it uh, at that time the graphist challenge appeared and it said try to do this problem if you can do it on a, a whiteboard it will work uh, in my free time i try to collect um, information about our running competition which is just like we go running with a couple of friends Um first at arise in in a race gets 50 points second 45 third 40 points and so on and then we just add them all up together and uh And at the end of the year, you have like a winner for fun and, yeah, for for motivation. uh, no, we keep track of these points in an Excel spreadsheet. I want to automate that because automation is fun. Um, And I tried to make a pick um, draw the problem. And it it worked very well at the same time as the graphics challenge. So I thought "Mm, probably I should spend a little bit more time and and work on, on, on this graphics challenge.
0: Super cool! I will put a link to the uh, to your actual GraphGist, uh on the the blog post with this uh, episode as well. But uh, so so, what was so nice about it? What 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 was the what was what was it that made uh, you know the GraphGist and E4J such a good fit for that particular running uh, assignment uh, that you wanted to solve?
1: The graphist was easy to use, and um, it, it, you need the ASCII doctor, which is like you take notepad plain text and then with a very little um, markup or markdown as it was called you can specify a query and see the results actually directly in in the graph system so neo4g is very visual so you create like when one query you see a little bit of the dots already and then you say ah i need a second query and from the second query go to the third query so it's it's very visual it allows you to very quickly progress in, in your problem field.
0: Very, very nice. Wow. I I bet your your running buddies uh, were were happy with the result.
1: (laughs) I didn't show it to them already. (laughs) Uh, Part of the thing is that uh, I used test results, which means that um, the races are correct, the people are correct, but the sequence of uh, arrival is not correct in in the graphist. So I'm not Uh sure if they will be so happy with (laughs) what I've shown there. Uh
0: You made your Self-win every time. <laughs> uh, no, not me, no, not me. <laughs> Someone else, but it's free. rich test data. I understand. Very cool. All right. Well, so what do you want to use this for in the future, Dirk? Is this? Are you going? Do you have any more professional or personal plans with this, or where do you want to take this in the future? And
1: yeah. Um, yeah, part of the graph, as well, was to get more experience with cipher. Um, I used it for CMDB. The challenge with the configuration management database is that you have like 20,000 objects and 80 to 18,000 relations. So if you launch a query, it may or it may not end up with the result that you were expecting because of lack of experience. With my very small example, it's a lot easier to understand what you're doing. And where I want to take it in the future is configuration management databases, of course, also uh, on open data. I'm I'm more and more involved in open data, and open data is all about linked data, and with linked data, you're very close to Neo4j and and these graphical relations again.
0: Super. Well, I mean, I think we will meet again, Dirk, because uh, that's uh, exactly the type of stuff that I've been working on in the meetups here in Belgium as well, and uh, I'll, I'm sure we'll uh, we'll have a chat about uh, about this in the future. Then, very cool. Um, anything Anything else you want to add, Dirk? Is there anything that we should be uh, paying attention to in your work, or uh, otherwise, I think we'll keep this podcast uh, recording short. <laughs>
1: That's perfect. Yeah, I'm um, yeah, happy with what Neo4j was doing already. I was working on Neo4j version 2 and Py2 Neo is very important, the, the Python uh, okay, library. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah, I had a little bit of yeah, issues, but I've seen that the new version of Neo4j and the new version of Py2 Neo solved them like all. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to, to play around with these.
0: Well, it's summertime. You know, this is the perfect time to experiment with those types exactly. of things. <laughs> All exactly. right. Dirk, thank you so much for sharing your work with us and with the entire community. I really appreciate it. And thank you for thank coming you. online to, doing this, uh, to do this recording. And uh, I'm sure we'll uh, we'll meet very soon.
1: Thanks, Rick. Thanks. It was nice doing Thanks this. Thanks a lot. Bye. Thanks. Bye.